0: Just in time. Yeah, is he talking about you? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken. How did he know I just got here. H- Happy Friday, Benjamin. We are live. July, oh, no, August. It is August. August. Okay, let's we're gonna work on this. Okay. Thank Matt. you. Well, cause you know what it is? Because you refuse to follow the rules. You're such a rule breaker. Ah. If you wore your earbuds, you would hear your audio level. Okay. Our viewers and listeners deserve to hear everything you have to say loud and clear. Don't okay. you... uh, what's going on? Uh, someone made it to work just in time today. I saw Ingrid. I was kind of messing with her she's walking on, trying to find people and I, I like i knew the way she was gonna go so i was like i'm gonna go behind here she's not here.
1: i know i, I heard you were like <laughs> doors closing behind <laughs> me i knew exactly what
2: you, like it's i'm like oh it's for like for a sake. maze around here
0: it is it's quite funny all right well again welcome to video chicken we are live it is august 5th 2022 welcome to the show Kristen. how are you doing today i'm good Good. I'm
2: a little late today. I had some last-minute chicken chores to do.
0: Well, I wouldn't say you're late. You made it just. You said you got here just when you said you yes. would. I don't know why you got to push it to the last minute.
2: Oh, here I, I go. You clock. understand I, how I much clock, that yeah. stresses
0: out the lovely <laughs> Ingrid, um, who is behind the computer, behind the mic, behind the mixer over there, make sure everything looks and sounds good. How are you doing today, Ingrid? I'm good. Yeah, we had a busy week this week. We did. I had an Ingrid day on Wednesday.
2: Mm, I was a little jealous really oh yeah you're more
0: than welcome to come here and work from the shop anytime you want i don't think ingrid's like yeah Kristen, no you're not missing anything he drives me crazy uh today's gonna be a fun day it's the big bug show the bug show well, uh,
2: this is like the the christmas for you or something this is
0: gonna be like, the season finale uh i think we're gonna go off the air for about three four months no i'm just kidding <laughs> um, i was like really yeah we probably should. We should only do, like, so many episodes per season and then yeah. cut it off. But, um, yeah, no, today's the bug show. Mm-hmm. and yeah,
2: I asked you if you wanted me to bring any in. You wh- know, I, I like to pull live things out of my purse.
0: I I, I will not be surprised if you didn't. Um, yeah,
2: I tried. I, try, I, a, I try, was going to say, do you have a dung beetle in there? I, I tried to get a uh, <laughs> somebody's pet rat, but I, I wasn't getting a response on Instagram. So Oh, my
0: God. Well... Oh. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. We had a snake this morning. Uh, Nan's uh, cousins are down from Florida, or er, from Florida, uh, <laughs> from New York. And they saw a big snake this morning. It was, it was quite funny. Anyways, yeah, so the bug show. So this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting show. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna do the best I can for everyone. I hope I don't bore you because I have a feeling you're just gonna hear me say the same thing over and over. And definitely, you know, any questions you guys have, this show is for you guys. Uh, but today we want to focus on the past. Maybe you have some past questions. Uh, whether it's snakes to mites to flies whatever it is um, so truth be told most people know this I was a exterminator for 15 years but I was a structural pest control all right so here's where it's and I've been out of the loop for almost 15 years now and but you know I don't
2: think the bugs have evolved
0: much since then uh, you, you never know uh, what has probably evolved or changed is um the types of pesticides that are available should you choose to have to pull the trigger and aim and fire and and, and shoot directly um so you did bring something look at it's green it's a green bottle it's not blue <laughs> the green screen i tell you it's funny um uh oh oh Whoever's listening out in the office, please bring me in one of the new shop shirts. I wanted to see what the shop shirt would do with the green screen. Uh, so I believe Nan is in there listening. I know she gets a lot of phone calls right now, but um, make sure we do that. Okay, I so. I don't
1: see anybody coming in from Facebook, so I just asked Nan if it was working on Facebook.
0: So quite Ooh. frankly,
1: I'm afraid to touch things.
0: Well, then l- <laughs> let me take a look. Yeah, because Ingrid- I'm
1: watching live on Facebook. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, Nan.
0: It's just Facebook is so Facebook's dying, you it know. Is. And they're not dumb. This is why they changed over to Meta, and they are reinventing. I don't know if you guys are watching it, but they are going to reinvent our lives once again mm. uh, with technology. It's it's quite fascinating um good and bad whatever uh so if you are listening and watching on facebook please give us a comment anyone if you have any questions or comments leave. there we go thank you kathy um if you don't have any questions or comments please wave high. let us know where you're watching from and do everything you can to share the show i love we already got 50 people in here that's got to be a record because it usually takes about 15 minutes before the full audience is in here so anyways as i was saying today's gonna be about bugs and if you have any questions specifically to pests, that would be great but if you have other chicken questions coop questions Where's my coop question, which we get. (laughs) Um, Please fire away with those questions. Now, I was a structural pest control technician is the proper term. So my specialty are the pests that invade structures. Um, And that may not mean a lot to other people. It's like, well, what does that mean, Matt? I'm not gonna have a lot of expertise when it comes to ornamental pests, which can happen and affect chicken coops. Um, And also when you have certain pests that affect Animals, in this case, we're talking chickens, where you get the expertise from a veterinarian. Uh, my favorite story is I'll never forget when I got I got two in my career of scabies. I got scabies calls, right? Or and, did you get scabies? No, I didn't get scabies. Um, and the scabies—wait, <laughs> this is
2: where we start itching, right?
0: Um, there is a term I thought about. I was I was hoping to do another and lice giving away uh, prize if people can know, but I don't want them to cheat. But uh, there is a term for the itchies that I used to tell people all the time. You just have. This, you're not really getting bit. I swear. Yeah. Anyways, um. So we're gonna jump into it, and I'm gonna do the best I can for you guys. Now Ingrid did an amazing job as always, putting together a great slideshow for everyone. And I think what would be great is to. (laughs) What?
1: Gosh,
0: I hope. Oh, here comes Nan. Uh, Nan has a new shop shirt. Now, is this gonna make the merch? I am very proud of these. Oh, I was going to wear it, and thank God I didn't. Yeah. So it's not, it's it's yellow, is it not? It's chartreuse.
1: It's, no, it's neon. neon. Yeah, it's like a neon yellow
0: green.
2: Construction yellow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: It's not even. Toxic. It's like in the 80s when neon
0: yes. colors were. You know what? I'm very proud of these shirts. So 80s these, or 90s. These are the shop shirts. It's it's safety green, I believe it's called, or safety yellow. And when everyone was wearing them out on the shop floor, they look like fireflies everywhere. It's great. Hmm. Anyways, okay, so no wearing that on the green screen. All right, answers that question. Okay. Maybe um, a
2: floating head. <laughs> it might be fun, floating though. Floating
0: head and arms. Um, all right, so we're going to go ahead and get started with. That's
1: how I see Matt. He's just a big floating head all the time. <laughs> whether at home or whatever
0: (laughs) is that good or bad
2: (laughs) it's a a pretty funny image actually
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyways all right so again people are coming in if you're just joining us welcome to video chicken we are live august 5th today is going to be the bug show we've been trying to theme each show so we have something really more specific to talk about it's just
2: so we can have a title well, yeah, show. and
0: to promote the show, uh, see, someone already dropped off. We already bored someone, so let's get into the, <laughs> the slides. Um, Ingrid did a great job making a slideshow, and let's see how she did. Look at that. What a, what a – I mean, come on. Of course, immediately I'm like, Ingrid, what is that to the upper right? I, I, I see the mouth parts of a spider, but I only see six <laughs> legs. I am not going to be able to get through this show.
1: He's like – he's trying to attribute – like realistic characteristics to cartoon bugs. (laughs) It's like, I don't know, man, it's a cartoon. Their eyes really aren't that big either. Thunder
0: 402, hello from upstate New York. What is your definition of upstate New York? Only us upstate New Yorkers understand that question because people are like, oh, I'm from upstate. No, Poughkeepsie's not upstate. Mm. Westchester's is not upstate.
2: upstate. anything but New York City? No, upstate
0: no. you are if you are not north of seventeen, you are not upstate. I'm sorry, but technically, if you want to get technical, the people that were live in true upstate all the way up in the Andorodics, up to Potsdam, Malone, Watertown, that is truly upstate. But anyways, uh, I just love when people say hello from upstate. I know uh,
1: people in Rockland County are like, I live upstate. I'm like I don't even know don't. where Rockland County is. It's it's above Westchester. It's it's See, it's below Duchess. It's so, not upstate.
0: Yeah, no clue where you're talking about. Are you it, talking about way downstate, just yes. north of New York City? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's not upstate. Anyways. I
1: know. I know. I agree with you.
0: All okay. right. so
1: One of the few times.
0: Title doesn't say bugs, to be fair. What's bugging you? What's bugging your birds? Mm. A guide to identifying and dealing with common parasites and pests. Oh, boy. You're going to call this a guide? Well, yeah. Here, here's what I'm going to try to do today, <laughs> folks. I'll be honest with you, because it, it is... What I wanna really teach you guys is that if you are dealing with a pest issue, I wanna teach you how to figure it out. Not so much like, okay, if you have this, do this, okay? Because there's so many variables. What I think is so important for you to be able to successfully eradicate whatever it is your problem is, you gotta understand what you're dealing with. And that's that's gonna be the theme, honestly. And I hope it won't be boring. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. And again, if you have questions, please leave them in the comment section. All right. Now, do you want to do the reading since you love um, to read?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm actually already getting itchy.
0: What is that? Do you remember yeah. what it's called? Um, Nan's dying to chime in right now. She talks. I say it to her. All it's the time. two words. Yes. Two words. The itchies.
1: Is it when you itchy when because of the suggestion yes. or something? When you
2: start talking about head lice. And mm. you have like a conversation about it. All of a sudden your head starts Fun itching. fact
0: about Kristen and her family. They love head lice.
2: <laughs> I've seen pictures. <laughs> we had we had it when the kids were so younger. So did we.
0: So did we. And when
2: the, there was a lot of bonding.
0: And, and I think I told you. I said, and I think we got a laughing. case. I think Jetta has a case of head lice. And you drove 12 hours. Like you packed your family up and we're here. And, because
2: we had already gone through it. And we knew what worked and what didn't.
0: And you know what? I will say, you do know... A excellent product for treating head lice. No, was, we're not going to we're not going to say it yet. I wonder if anybody else has any suggestions because it was nothing I've ever heard of as using this for this, but it's used for it's, something it's else. It's
2: got a lot of uses. It's just uh, the amber listerine.
0: Oh, you weren't supposed to say the answer, listerine. Mm-hmm. You really don't understand entertainment and drawing things out. And I drama. know,
2: I know, but then we forget. And no, we don't forget. Hanging. I, I like to close those. Well, this Uh, is the bug show for chickens and not for head lice.
0: And not for head lice. But we're going to talk about lice. All right, so the most common mites found on chickens. So now you say the most common. There are a lot of mites out there, thousands, right?
1: Right, but these are the ones that are typically found on chickens.
0: And I'll have to say, and I could be wrong, and I would love for the listeners out there to tell me what you think. Um, It might be one of the most difficult things to treat if you will and when I say treat I don't just mean spraying or applying a pesticide it's doing something to control or eliminate the mites and this one's going to be tricky because um, there's so many different species and the theme to dealing with any kind of pest is you got to know the pest you got to know your enemy you got to know the target and if you do not identify them properly you're going to run into problems especially with mites Okay, um, so Ingrid, when uh, Wednesday when we were doing the show, Ingrid had a lot to say. It was, it was quite fascinating. What do you mean? Well, it was great to hear the things that you learned from doing <coughs> your research oh. and then bouncing them off of me and putting together these wonderful slideshows.
2: And I missed all that.
0: You, you did. You could have been here. Oh. Okay, you weren't in court on Wednesday, just oh. Thursday. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I always told you you should have been a lawyer. No, I'm just kidding, a politician. All right, Northern Follow Mites, Red Roost Mites, Scaly Leg Mites- now, here you got me. De-plumbing mites? I De-pluming. Never even...
1: That's like a feather mite. They go at the feather see? shaft.
0: Ah, she's good. Plumage. Plumage. Yes. Um, tropical fowl mites. Okay, so we all have mites. And one thing we can see right away. Now, these are somewhat accurate pictures, can we say? Even though they're mm-hmm. not going to be an actual scientific picture, which is one of the most important things to go to for pro- positive ID. But mites are an arachnid. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so if you're dealing with a little tiny bugger and you count it and it only has six legs, in most cases, it's not going to be a mite. So, right there, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, again, helping with identification. Um, now, the northern phalomite mite, was that, that seemed to come up a lot?
1: Yeah, the northern fowl mite and the tropical fowl mite, which you'll see on the next slide here. Uh, well, I no. didn't get a chance oh, no. to read the bottom. I'm sorry. I went to roost mites. Okay. Okay. So the, the northern fowl mite and the tropical fowl mite are, are pretty much the same mite in different areas, as the name suggests. Okay. And that's like your, what you find on your chickens.
0: And that's going to be, a lot of times I've seen it where they're around the, the shaft of the feather or the vent.
1: The vent. Well,
0: um, Up around the eyes and waddles. Mm-hmm. Um, now- I have to be honest, I'm not exactly sure why, but it has to be that they prefer those areas. And when you see an insect harboring, living, nesting in a certain area, that's another sign, a clue to tell you in your identification as we're reading. Right, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, it's okay. Um, so now the red roost mite, I can um, understand quite a uh Understand a lot because it's very familiar. When I would read about it, research it, it reminds me of bed bugs. Um, you said the next slide is uh, yeah, the red. So, no, I'm not saying go to it. Uh,
1: well, I mean these were
2: just like an overview, and then I get to oh. each one specifically.
0: Oh, you do. I do. Well, then let's move on with the show, Ingrid. I'm you know,
2: going to it, move on. <laughs> you you said that these aren't scientific drawings. They they kind of remind me of uh, maybe a mite having a bitmoji or something like that's what it yes. would look like. If you were gonna have uh, if you were a mite and you wanted to have a bitmoji.
0: Okay, so those are our five. Okay, so mites. All right, so here we got the common name. The red mite, chicken mite, poultry mite, roost mite. So now there's another thing that'll get you in trouble when it comes to dealing with pests are these darn common names. And now I can understand why back in our bug school. Um, And I actually even, I should have to the, Nan, do you know where my certificate is from Purdue University? I don't know if anyone's It's in the
2: black file cabinet
1: at the farm.
0: Yeah, I have like the PhD of bug pest control technology anyways they hammer in understanding the scientific name and i understood why is because you can screw up common names like tiktok that guy that you sent me the other day keeps called sewer rats sewer rats no that's not even a good common name uh we'll talk about that when we get to the rat section so do you want to take a stab at the scientific name here Mm -hmm. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) So I'm gonna call it the roost mite. I think that's important, but red mite, chicken mite, poultry mite, roost mite, I don't know. The reason why I like roost mite is because if you have roost mites and you wanna get rid of them, you gotta understand what's going on, okay? Um, They're a blood sucker, okay? Right there, you gotta understand what is the food source. and you got to understand it, because when we start to talk about potential treatments, if you don't know the food source, you may be using the wrong products, okay? Now, so I want you to think about, you're this little bug, you're this little roost mite, and if you are a blood-sucking creature, you actually have a straw for a mouth part, okay? Piercing, sucking mouth part, like mosquitoes, okay? So you just got a straw. Now, what you have to understand is most insects and arachnids and pests, have to die through ingestion of an insecticide in this case, or they gotta get it in dermally, and that's a whole nother story. So when you're dealing with pests like fleas, bed bugs, ticks, roost mites, it is difficult to get to kill them because they're not grooming themselves like uh, crickets, cockroaches, where you can use a, a, a very common product. And actually, we we're talking about this morning borax, which is a stomach poison. A very it's a great product to use in many different ways. Um, you can take advantage of them grooming themselves and ingest. Well, here you can't. So, what happens when it comes to roost mites is you have to one positively identify them and know where are they hanging out most of the time, and that's cracks and crevices. And you know people have nitpicked us you know, uh, the rope-wrap roost bars, I said, well, that's going to contribute to roost mites. Potentially yes or potentially no, okay? Hmm. There are cracks and crevices everywhere. If you try to picture yourself as this little bugger, you can hide anywhere. And as an exterminator, as someone that had to apply pesticides legally, we love those two words, cracks and crevices. Because if you didn't have cracks and crevices to apply this insecticide, you were illegally applying but what's nice is when you got these cracks and crevices to apply say you know one of our famous products was dry owned but I think last week we talked about seven dust but seven dust is not even on the market anymore
1: it is but it's
2: not it's not a recommendation for our chickens all right so we Oh, really mm-hmm. yeah I think we used to there or the common uh, I, I think we uh, we used to dust our chickens with that is that right Um, Or maybe it wasn't seven, but it was something similar. A lot of
1: people use seven. It's just in my research, I found that they have no longer recommended that. Like, don't use that around your chickens. There are some sites you look at it and it it recommends it. but
0: There's something I have to mention as we're starting to talk about products already. Uh, You got to read the label. Yes. And I'll guarantee you, if it doesn't say to use this on chickens externally, I wouldn't. There's reasons why. Could you do it? Yeah, there's a lot of things we can do that we're not supposed to do. Read the label, it is in there. Um, So I know we use dryone dust a lot and that's very similar to diatomaceous earth, okay? It's just a desiccant, it's little crushed up minerals that will dry up the outside of whatever your target pest is because to hold their moisture in, it's on the outside of their body, okay? And when you can apply in this case, we'll just say diatomaceous earth, and people get it in a jug, right? Like if I've seen it, Mm -hmm. Um, that's all fine and dandy. Don't just sprinkle it around, you're wasting it, okay? Get yourself a little duster. It's all about the applicator in this case, okay? Uh, It means nothing if it's in a container, but until it's in a device and you know where to apply it. And if you don't put it in the right areas, you're missing the mark. And I think a lot of people that get frustrated with trying to deal with pests and using products, like, oh, this product sucks. No, it's not the products, it's the applicators, the shooter, if you will. So knowing that these roost mites have to hide, my God, they come out, what, feed for an hour, maybe two a day. So, okay, the rest of the next 22 hours, they're in a crack and crevice. That's where you gotta hit them, all right? Mm.
1: The other important thing that you taught
0: me. Ooh
1: really <laughs> with this whole bug show is that you to, in order to treat them however you're going to treat them with it, whether it's de or whatever you use is you need to know the life cycle
0: mm-hmm. oh oh god yeah so absolutely
1: i went back and made sure i put the life cycle of the different mites on everything so um because they'll have eggs and you know you have to retreat or you're gonna have to know how long they go from egg to maturity.
0: Aww. She's are, so you, proud. This, and that brings back memories. That's why I used to love teaching this, because it's really not complicated, but you got to understand what you're dealing with. And that's why I mentioned in most cases they have eight legs, but actually right here, and I wasn't sure if it was true for mites, but I know like ticks, okay? Yeah. Ticks, um, in their life cycle... Before they're an adult, they're called a seed tick. And you know you have a seed tick because that only has six legs. But people can misidentify, think they're all smart and whatnot. I go, oh, this is not a tick. It's only got six legs. No, that's a juvenile. That's a seed tick. It's a baby tick. But once they hit adulthood, they have all eight legs. Why? I don't know, to be honest with you. I used to know these things. But um, here I see a picture of the larva stage of the roost mite, and you only have six legs. And that would make sense. Just juvenile. Look at it. You see the big old piercing, sucking mouth part Ugh. coming out of the proto nymph.
1: I am so. I got so grossed out by. Oh my this god! This I show. love I this stuff.
0: So right there, you, you see it has a piercing, sucking mouth part. So think about it. Um, it's it's you got to be good. You got to get the product where they're going to be hanging out most of the time because if you can't let them do the work for you through a bait or consuming it, eating it with a chewing mouth part you gotta make sure you're giving them a dose that will kill them externally, whether it's gonna be a desiccant, or there is a couple other products that will penetrate into the body and kill them by messing up the nervous system.
1: And we talk about that
0: later. All right, so roost mites, they're gonna come out at night, crawl onto your chicken, suck their blood. It's that simple.
2: do, do we just assume that everybody has these? I I've never seen no, one of no. those. No, mm-hmm. no, and actually but Ingrid, I've never looked either.
0: Ingrid, you were telling me it's actually very rare to have roost mites.
2: I know. Well, I, I wasn't sure. I
1: I found some websites that said that they weren't quite as common. I think I think what it is is because we just say mites and we say red mite or whatever it is that I think people th- we assume that they're roost mites and we, people don't know. So I think there's a lot of misidentification. Of yes. what they're what people are really dealing with, and it could even be like a, they could have like lice on there, you know what I mean? And they're thinking Why have mites, like they're just using this blanket term for things. Yeah. Right. and chances are they probably they could have roost mites, but I I I tend to think it's probably not the case, but I I don't know for sure.
0: Yeah, it's all it all starts with identification. And see here. We
1: well, go. would you
2: need a microscope to identify it?
0: You know, you know, this is how I was. I was such a nerd. <laughs> did you wear one around your neck? I wore one around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> why why not? I Anyways, was the most I was the most efficient because ext- you're not paid by the hour. <laughs> you you're paid commission. So I was like, I'm gonna outsmart this system, and boy, did I. If I had a three hour day, that was a long day for me. Oh my god, I was mad. Um I would, because there were times, especially in bed bugs. So you got bed bugs, you got bat bugs, and you could screw things up by misidentifying a bat bug and a bed bug. And the only way you could tell the difference is these little tiny hairs up by the pronoun. I think it was called up by the head. Anyway, so you could see it real quick. It was a lot of fun. The customers got a kick out of it. Um, of course, we all travel with our microscopes, but yes, you got to get them underneath the microscope. Now here's a here's a pro tip. All right. Pro hey, man, well, How in the hell am I going to identify this? I got a microscope. This now. What I used to do is you just take clear tape. Oh, hell! You could probably almost take something like this, like a lint roller. Figure out where those mites are and just <laughs> you know, eh. yeah. Ooh, Interesting. Boy. Yeah. No, you take a piece of Wait, tape. Did okay. You get
2: hemp off my shoulder. You,
0: you, I sure did. What <laughs> in the world have you been doing? No, um, she yeah. said
2: she had
1: chicken. Stuff yeah, to chicken, deal chicken with. chores. So you take a piece of it.
0: tape and you just catch them. All right. And then you take them underneath the microscope and you'd be amazed um, how quickly you can identify these paths. And again, if you don't identify them correctly, you're wasting your time. Okay.
2: Well, what if we ignore them? Is that bad?
0: I would say, well, it depends. It depends. It depends on what it is. You don't want to ignore certain things and other things you're like, oh, that's just kind of, yeah, that's just life. Mm. Um, but you don't want your chickens getting stressed out by something. And here's the other thing. You know, that's actually a great question. I used to often say, bugs don't lie. A lot of people are like, well, what's that mean, Matt? Um, a lot of times when you have these pests, if you ignore them, that means there's a very good chance you're ignoring a bigger problem. Mm. And it's usually going to be a sanitation problem. I used to love going into these apartments and they got bottle flies. Okay, and butterflies with a shiny green one, shiny blue, and we knew as soon as we saw them that we had a breeding source of a dead body somewhere, of dead meat, chicken, steaks, a body. Um, they don't lie. So a lot of times you're like, well, you don't want to ignore them. We might have, you know, we might have something dead around here. And a lot of times with flies, we're going to get into that. You're not going to get rid of them if you don't get rid of the breeding source. So northern Fowl mite.
1: And the tropical fog. And the vent. tropical
0: fog. So these are great pictures. I, I can tell you the shadows on top, I mean, I know they're not shadows, but that's a great way to probably quickly identify them. you got the big, round body, and I'm sure we're looking at adults. Now, do they have a piercing, sucking mouth part? These ones chew, right? They
1: look like they have,
0: I don't know. Well, you do know because it's probably going to tell us somewhere on one of these slides.
1: No. Found
0: doesn't. on vent, tail, back, and knack during cooler seasons. That's, that's for inter- the
1: northern one in Interesting. The northern states.
0: Found on a fluffy vent <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: feathers during spring and early summer. Southern states. That's
1: for the the, the southern fowl mount, uh, the tropical fowl. Might. So
0: these ones are going to s- feed externally on the host, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not going to go anywhere else, right? Okay, so that's easy. That is something that, you know, if if you have mites, so after you positively identify, there, there's two things we need to think about. There's, okay, the reaction and, and treatment, and, and, and then you get into preventing them. These chickens are outdoors. I don't know if, you know, prevention is a big thing in the bug world. I'm sure if we really dug in deep, there's got to be ways of preventing mites, but it's probably going to be through use of chemicals, which I'm not a fan of. I'll be honest with you. I've seen how misused chemicals are. Uh,
2: and we don't wanna kill all the bugs because that's what they eat.
0: Exactly, so yeah. if you have mites on your chickens, there's a very good chance it's probably stressing them out. And this is where the dust bath is so mm. important, okay? And maybe you're not giving them an area that is has enough silica in it or just not enough of a desiccant material that they need to get in around the base of their feathers to kill these little buggers. Um, So pay attention to that. And there's all kinds of research you can do about natural desiccants. Like a lot of people burn certain species of wood um, as an ash. They'll act as a desiccant. Um, But we talk, again, a lot about DE. And I've never used DE in my life, to be honest with you. But I understand it enough that it could be something, if used the correct way, could be beneficial. So if you are like, well, I don't know if they're getting the right ingredients in their dust bath maybe sprinkle some DE in with that dust bath that can make all the difference in the world to allow the chickens to do the rest of the work
2: uh someone here says to put the DE in water is that going to
0: so that's what drives me nuts mm -hmm. and I I almost thought about having Dr. Crespo come on yeah because
2: that it seems like that might work for internal worms, but maybe it's not going to help with the mite.
0: Right. So as an exterminator, you are taught to never use a dust that is meant to be a desiccant in wet areas. Because, and it's it's this simple, the ingredients in the desiccant, think of it as like little tiny pieces of glass. Um, and if it is nice and dry, it's fluffy and it can really get underneath your parts of your body to help cut you up and dry you out right well i'll never forget my mentor from um england who actually used to teach me a lot of this he said matt if you get the dust wet what happens when you walk on the sand where it's dry it gets in between your toes but if you walk on the sand where it's wet it's still sand but because it's wet it's packed down and it doesn't get in between your toes so, I was like, oh, well, that makes good sense. That's why you don't want to use dust in wet areas. But when we had Dr. Crispo on
2: mm-hmm.
0: months ago now, it's weird to have her come back on. Yeah. She made, and I'm going to trust her because you know, she's an expert in it, and I would love to learn more about it that actually using diatomaceous earth in her food helps keep parasites from clinging onto the inside layer of their intestinal system or their digestive system somewhere. Perhaps, right?
1: but we're talking about external parasites. I here. understand. So, I, just, I, oh, I want people to be clear on that.
0: Though. Right, but when someone says put it in with water, I I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe they mean put the D in the water and use it internally. But we are definitely talking about the past externally. Right. If they drink it, that's not going to help at all. Yeah, the, the, I want. Yeah, that's what I want to be clear. Okay. yeah. yeah. That's that, not going to help like, with these Whether issues. or not
1: that that helps or not. For the the mites that we're talking about, we're talking about external parasites. Right. We're not talking about worms and all sorts of. So think of about things. it. You know, a lot of us
0: can. Uh, you know, we don't see it anymore, but remember flea powder.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: You know that stuff works, but what is that? it's not fun to breathe in. You know, it's it's fine to use on the outside, but the problem with desiccants, you breathe that in. I mean, I was just talking to someone. He's a you know um, a veteran. And he's got holes in his lungs from breathing in all the sand when he was overseas. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't want to breathe this dust in. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not good for you.
1: I can also say that just, I mean, we'll get into the dust bath later as part of treatment. But as long as you have a dry run, which is great, but I also have a galvanized tub and you'll see it in some of the photos, which I mix the, just the dirt that's around there. And I take a little bit of DE and I take fireplace. Ash mm-hmm. and that seems to, and when I freshen that up, mm-hmm. they always they'll go yeah, right in there.
0: They know, they know. Um, you know, speaking of, so Ingrid just mentioned some pictures. I has anyone ever stolen your work, your pictures, mm-hmm. even though I think Carolina Coops now officially owns this picture? <laughs> but wouldn't that bother you? I mean, that's a great picture of your chicken, some fluffy butts, yeah, happy at Ingrid's chicken coop there, yeah.
1: So here is another super common
0: scaly lake. Okay, so I'm gonna be, I don't, I mean you do you have experience with uh, yeah, scalia?
2: yeah that is the one that I have had experience with for sure all right so talk too. to me
0: about this one I'm gonna be like the listener I'm, I'm kind of I'm not really sure what's going on but talk to me about it
2: <laughs> and I did buy a, a a huge jug of petroleum jelly at Costco for this i I haven't done it yet but after this show, I'm sure I will. Okay,
0: well, so explain it to me. All right, so scaly leg mite.
2: easily treated by using petroleum jelly on the legs to suffocate the mites. Okay, but hold
0: on. Where do we get scaly legs? How do we know we have scaly leg mites?
2: Well, it's pretty obvious. No, it's it, not.
0: We don't know. I have no clue. No,
2: Oh, well, the, the resulting infection is obvious. I, I've never seen the mites themselves, but mm. how they affect the legs is, is pretty obvious. Okay,
0: so scaly leg mite. They get underneath the scales, usually of the leg. Mm -hmm. And you can see it right here in the picture. That's a sign of scaly leg mite. And they should be nice, flat, and smooth. And if not, if they're ruffled and kind of sticking out, that is a sign of scaly leg mite. And then you're saying the treatment is petroleum jelly? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that makes sense uh, because you're going to suffocate them.
1: Right. I I mean, I've dealt with it on a few hens, and I I hate to say that I I guess I had a lot going on and I didn't notice that little midge had really bad scaly leg mites i mean it was bad it felt awful Mm. um but you know she's so tiny it's hard to see her legs sometimes (laughs) you know she's running around and whatever but it really really works And even dr crespo said that because i i asked her about it too and and um again two week Life cycle of the scaly leg, mite. So, whatever you use to treat it, just make sure that you do it
0: again. Yes, yes. Uh, you got to understand the life cycle because you don't want to, you, you'll be like, oh, God, it didn't work the first time. Well, it's because you didn't break the life cycle. You got to right. understand the life cycle. All right. So, real quick, if you're just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken Live. It is August, August 5th, 2022. Today is bug day. I'm going to do the best I can to help everyone share uh, what I used to do a long time ago, but understand the. To be a bug guy thought process because <laughs> there's no magic wand out there people are like oh i don't know what to do you just gotta understand the past it always starts with identification and then from there and there's all kinds of information online not saying it's all true but understand the past and i guarantee you understand how to treat it um i notice we're up to 70 77 listeners so thank you so much um and i see a lot of comments coming in and possible questions i'm not sure if you want to take a quick break or you just want to get sure. back to them
1: now we can we can talk about them. Yeah, I mean, um, you're
0: you're in charge of the show. I'm just making a suggestion.
1: Well, I and I think the good thing about scaly leg mites is that I I think that's probably one of the easiest. my legs are starting to feel a little scaly. I know. Now. I'm it's, over here it, itching. It's like, probably the easiest thing to treat because you you can pretty much eradicate it by with with something like Vaseline um, or oil. That reminds me. Yeah, you can use oil, but keep in mind that that's also going to get on. The roost and all that kind
0: of stuff. That reminds me. I'll never forget doing a farm in Lima, New York, where I was used to live my first couple of years of my life. Where I almost died, and that's why we had to move. Thanks, Terry. But, anyways, um, you know the old school trick to get rid of mosquitoes in these ponds and farms?
1: What
0: they dump oil? Oh, yeah. Right on, you, you and you it'll coat top. the surface. And what it does, it suffocates the larva from the mosquitoes, and they can't reproduce. Talk about breaking the metamorphosis cycle.
1: So, someone said, "Can you mistake a mite for a tick?"
0: Oh, I think a lot of people can. Uh, but it's easy to tell the difference.
1: Um, people are also asking about ants in their house.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I would love, I would love yeah. to crush that. If you got structural pest control questions, that's what I really love. Yeah. Ants! So, oh my god! Let's get, to... get going. <laughs> and she even what said, "What kind question. of ants? Send me some pictures." <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Julie even said, "Started with questions. I
0: have questions. photos.
1: <laughs> how do you get rid of ants in the kitchen?
0: Yeah, um, that, I'm, that, I'm worried about happened.
2: chemicals. Where I cook. that oh happened my at my house, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I got ants," and you. And you, like, crushed it with your finger and smelled it.
0: Odorous house ants. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm positively identifying them.
2: And then I think it was you that gave me the very best hack that I've passed on to so many people.
0: What was that? I don't remember.
2: It was the little, the little cat, um, shoot, uh, the little plastic uh, cartridges that you just leave out where they are and well, don't, don't.
0: Take it away. Yeah. So you leave
2: it there for like a week. That's
0: the thing I want to explain to people. And like already this morning, one of our customers, a friend of yours who um, has one of the Carolina coops from a long time ago, um, you don't want to cross streams. If you're using uh, chemical, okay, in this case, she's using DE, which is going to be a repellent, an irritant, okay. But then we're like, well, you want to switch to borax because it's not working for whatever reason. You don't want to mix the two together because they're going to. Counteract each other. You don't are use they? repellents with non-repellents. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. So um the same thing with baits. When you are dealing with an ant, okay, maybe you're dealing with ants with your chicken coop. Let's just pretend you are. The what makes ants so easy technically to treat, as long as you positively identify, they're all social and they have a job to do. And you gotta, you're trying to kill one ant, technically, and that's the queen but the ant stays in the colony. Well, the the workers, they know where the home is. Put out a bait. Know their favorite kind of bait. Are they looking for sugars? Are they looking for proteins? Depends on the time of year, whatever. Put out a couple, but don't spray around them. There's so many times we'd go into these apartments and they're putting out ant bait, and then as soon as they see it, ooh, got that one, I'm like, you idiot. You just stopped it from doing what it needed to do, is go back home. So you gotta exercise some patience. Now, the reason why I love ants
2: I know, you were going on and on Yeah, about you really ants. just got excited. He's I mean, your energy ants. level just went up a hundred oh, times. Oh, Because they're workers. You said they, they I do the little jobs. Yeah.
0: They have a job to do. But here's the thing about ants. <laughs> if you got ants, you got free cleaners. Yes. Bugs don't lie. If you got ants, they found a food source. They're cleaning it up for you. Uh, you know, the other one was, I used to love people are like, oh, I got ants on my desk. Well, get rid of the food. I don't have food. And I know what they're going to do. They're going to take, oh, here comes Matt, the bug guy, hide the food, right? No. So then I go over to the keyboard and I shake it out. No, look, at crumbs just came out of there. Crumbs come out. <laughs> I ants think that's come <laughs> <laughs> Um The ants are there for a reason. And you got to positively identify them. Now, you got to be careful. There are some species of ants that are destructive, like carpenter ants. And I can go on and on. I,
2: well, I, I remember the name of the if they're tarot. Well, ta- yes.
0: And tarot is a very common over-the-counter ant bait that can work effectively. And, just,
2: and I love it because you just set it out where you see the ants and you forget about it. Yes. I
0: mean, you, you need to forget about it. And then
2: like a week later, You're it's gone. all dried up and full of dead ants and um, your problem's gone. If you
0: are really looking for, this is my favorite ant bait. And I don't know if it's still on the market. I'll never forget this. It's called Uncle Albert's ant bait. If you are looking for a killer ant <laughs> bait, the inventor that seems like it's just like I wanted to meet been this taken guy off the when he yeah. when we this in,
2: we need Uncle Matt
0: when this aunt inventor bait. came out with Uncle Albert's ant bait from Florida. We carpenter ants can be tricky. All right, again, I don't want to get into it all. Man, we
2: we are all on a tangent. Well. But it just, is exciting, I isn't it?
0: I don't know if the product is still available, but if you got ants, they're a social insect, you're trying to kill one thing, that's the queen. Or you might have multiple queens. Um, and then you got certain ants, especially down. I mean, if you ever heard of pharaoh ants, you know Ingrid's like, I got these little, little, tiny ants, and she showed me that little tiny ant. I was like, I didn't want to tell her. I was like, there's ants even smaller than that called pharaoh ants, and these were bad in medical uh, places like hospitals and whatnot. You start spraying it, and they bud, they start to split, and Ooh. it becomes even more of a nightmare. So don't spray around your baits. It's just kind of makes sense. Oh. Okay, what happened to the what happened to the extermination page?
1: I'm um, going are, back. Are we, are I, we, just, I
0: don't think I should have any more questions on structural pest control okay. in people's homes until after one o'clock. Yeah, you're 1:00. way
1: too excited. Okay, so this was the depluming um, <laughs> mite or feather mite. These aren't, I don't think, as common. And you would know if you had that because you would see it would probably get, it lives on the shaft of the feather, um, and you would see damage like irritation from them.
0: So again, so they're going to cling on to the outside of the mm-hmm. body. And they're eating probably, okay, found a feather, follicles on back, wings, breast, thighs, and vent. Okay, and so they're feeding on dead skin, dead feathers, things, scales off the feathers, dust. Let your chickens do a dust bath. You will control them. If not, if they're able to do it consistently, they'll go away.
1: And the little not-so-fun fact I found really gross, but it mm. reminded me <laughs> of aphids, that they give birth to live
0: young. Oh. that's Which is
1: very unlikely. You
0: know? Oh my God! See, to me, I think that's amazing because it's so uncommon.
1: Right? Like mm-hmm. aphids do that.
0: Oh, I had no idea.
1: Aphids do that, and that's why when they get on your plant, the little bugs they they're so there's so many of them because the minute they give birth, it's like dong, 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 I love, start I lo- eating.
0: <laughs> I love in the world of reptiles that there's certain reptiles that give live birth. Yeah. But I think so. my red tail. I, I just, I, yeah, I <laughs> so. love live birth. I think that's amazing. <laughs> so,
2: so that, you so. should be a doula or a midwife.
0: I don't know what that. Oh. <laughs>
2: I love live birth.
0: <laughs> it's fascinating when you actually see it in animals that it's not normal. So right, I yeah, saw. Right. So live... they
1: don't lay eggs, and I just thought that was an interesting fact, to, you know, because most insects lay eggs.
0: Okay. So. All right, moving on. It's already twelve forty-one. We haven't okay. gotten through the mites yet. Well, we haven't. We
1: got... Now we're going to lice.
0: Okay, louse. Louse. What was that song? Oh. oh, Nan. If you can cue up that song, there was an old school retro club song, psychedelic song has something to do with louse of the human body. <laughs> do you remember it? This wow. is going to bring back so many great memories of the 90s. So I I want to like, say it was called Crab Louse. It was a psychedelic uh, band 90.5 out of Rochester, WBER. Oh my god, it, that would be awesome if someone uh, could find that I, song.
2: If it's what I think it is, it it might have some
0: Bad Ah, uh, Well, of course it does. All right, anyways, okay. lice. Lice. Lice.
1: So how are lice and mites different?
0: Well, it depends on the type of mites. I would have to say there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. of lice compared to certain species of mites. And mm-hmm. then it's gonna be the opposite of like the roost mite. Because lice, if I remember correctly, they're also gonna feed from the outside parts of your body. And you gotta treat them directly. They're not going to be sucking your blood, right? If I, if I remember correctly, I don't think lice have piercing, sucking mouth parts. I think they have chewing mouth parts. Um, it, so it's just going to be a different type of, and it's going to be an insect, not an arachnid. Right. And you're probably going to be larger. And actually, you can see some pictures here. But um, it's still and, it's going to be an ectoparasitic type insect. Right. And you're just going to have to treat the outside. Right. And I would have to say the best prevention is going to be allowing your chickens to have a proper dust bath.
2: So it's one louse- and multiple are lice.
0: Yes, that's what I said. Okay. Did I just I wanted to clarify. It's like, what mice. was that song? Mountain Mate. God, it was such a great song back in the day.
1: So here's just a other like honorable mentions.
0: Oh, other external <laughs> parasites, fleas, ticks, bed bugs, bot fly. Oh my God, I just saw the, the larva bo- though.
1: You corrected me on the bot fly and the, bot fly larva. And I, yeah, because I had bot fly and boat fly, and you're like, no, this isn't considered a parasite remember we had this whole discussion hmm. anyway oh so much so, fun i yeah. saw a
0: video of uh, god i love tiktok you know i'm i'm into these like Pippo popping and sis oh. and then of course there's the bot fly and it's fascinating cuz you see the little tiny hole and it was right on the dude's lip and you put oil over it to suffocate it's like hey dude i can't breathe get me out of here right and then it gets it gets out a little bit and oh it's, God, i don't I'm know if it's head or sometimes a lot of insects breathe through backs parts of their body and um and then it comes out a little bit not enough and they go in and they start pulling it out and it's just like a you talk about live birth it's like this oh. larva is giving live birth through this lip oh it's crazy of course, right. i right
1: i'm gonna throw up you well i had to, to show stop. non yeah, hey you yet. guys
0: make me eat some things, oh, you yeah, know, and you're going to gonna that, tell yeah. me you can't handle a little bit of life.
2: Yeah. You know, that's life. Laura. Bot
0: fly coming out of li-
2: people's skin. That's it's yeah. something yeah. that's
0: very real.
2: I, yeah, I saw it on a dog.
0: Yeah, you can have it on a dog. Obviously, you can have it on chickens. Mm. Again, positive ID. So bed bugs. I would, I would not be surprised if people have had issues with bed bugs and chickens. But I can tell you right now, if you are traveling Every hotel in America now officially has bed bugs without a doubt. Oof. Don't go in your hated ho- the song. You have? what? well. Um
1: I love this song.
0: This is gonna bring back some memory. Are you gonna I think she's gonna try to play it. Um this I mean this is old school. But anyways, meanwhile, if you go into your hotel room, check your headboard, check underneath the tufts of your mattress. You Yeah, you remember this? Oh yeah huh oh yeah on the way to school with your friends it's a little smoky in the car my dad's like oh god you kids okay that's good so it's
2: about lice
0: yeah it's it's called crab loss anyway i don't know why i remember these things you know the 90s ingrid's like how's a 80s baby it was so awesome
2: (laughs) i i
1: wish i was an 80s baby
0: (laughs) no Never mind. Really Ingrid is doing so well then. Um <laughs> you got the best job in the world, it must be. Okay. Moving on. So bed bug, yeah, just check bed bugs are a nightmare. Ugh. Uh, and then of course ticks. Someone was asking Can you tell the difference between a tick and a mite. The ticks are gonna be a lot bigger, especially yeah. as adults. And
1: I don't think that that's a huge problem for chickens.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, think it would I be. Or fleas. Them. Yeah,
1: they but know. I I
0: guess they're these are all let's see fleas, ticks, bed bugs, botfly life, they're all the three and Um Oh so, my
2: God! Did you not? Sorry. Silence your. You know, stops? I have had a
0: busy morning today. <laughs> I love it
2: when we can rag him on that.
0: Yeah, I, know. I tell you, the best thing I ever does introduce radios out there. All of a sudden, people I can hear all the questions going on, and people aren't walking around talking, anyways, um, to each other face to face. Um, okay, so yeah, parasites. Right, we're gonna move on. Yeah, let's so, move on. So,
2: if I can summarize, please, all of this can be helped or eradicated with a proper dust bath. Yeah. So here I have a little
0: treatment thing here.
2: Oh, oh, great! Of course she does.
0: Oh, this was Ingrid in school. Oh, well, by the way, (laughs) here comes my extra points teacher. No, and I
1: was definitely not that kid that said, "Oh, can we do this for extra credit?" I no, I was not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, here's your chance. (laughs) But I did do things ahead of time. I didn't. I didn't do it the morning it was due. Oh, I'm a I'm a very good procrastinator. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, we know.
1: So this is just prevention is easier than treatment. Yes. Just like it is with anything. Yes. Like with heartworm, with your dogs, whatever it is. It's and, always and, easier to prevent.
0: Yeah, so the dust bath is prevention too. Let's be clear about that. It's not. It can react, but it's also a great way to prevent.
2: Yes. And it's what nature intended, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not fighting nature. It's, right. It goes along with it We
0: change nature because of our chicken coops in this case. But this yeah. is why I always say, what did chickens do before coops were invented? If we don't go back to that, we're going to go down the wrong path. And that's what happened with factory farming. We changed what chickens did naturally. But we can be smart and have that perfect marriage between human and um, chicken and and to make sure that there's a reason why you want a solid roof run. You're going to want to make sure if you're not free ranging that they have everything that they need as if they were in nature. So, um
1: And I didn't mention the dust bath on here just because it was on the previous right. the previous slide. So, yes, and I will get to that
2: later as well. So, DE and the dust bath? Oh, you're going to get back to that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't. Well, hold on. We didn't
0: get to all. Hold on. What was that? The prep.
2: Mm. Yeah, and we have. uh,
0: Roost mites will live in cracks and crevices, so you will need to spray, uh, treat, and clean there. Yes, you need to
2: treat there. We have uh, podcast listeners, so we want to make sure we read everything.
0: Thank you. Linseed oil in the cracks can work as it smothers the mites.
2: Yeah, I had read that. So, uh, hmm. like, I, I may not want to go out there and look at the vent and pull back feathers and go out in the middle of the night and check for roost mites, or maybe I do. But uh, if I happen to have a busy week and I don't do this, can I just do prevention?
0: Well, in this case with mites, the dust bath is prevention. Okay. I'll, do I need it... to
2: go out and spray the roosts or? No,
0: I. You know, like you don't. That? No, I am a fan of. I past- do
2: have this. El- elector PSP I am
0: a fan of pesticides as a last resort. We we were taught integrated pest management. It's a systematic approach. Okay. You start with prevention, which is sanitation, but and, we're not
2: sanitizing the coop because we're le- it's a set it forget sanita- it, right. But sanitation,
0: okay. I'm just using a san- Well, okay. Sanitation is a very general term, especially okay. when we get into flies. And in a way, the deep litter system, even though we're having to we have a year's worth of chicken crap, you even yourself yes, have right. identified recently how it prevented flies. Yeah, that so, was a real eye opener for me this spring. So elector PSP, did you see that? I noticed. I didn't sound as good, so I came into the uh, mic. I see. see how that I works. see.
2: And just to recap, what I noticed this spring is my temporary chicken pen for the young spring chicks the teenagers had horrible flies it was a temporary pen and just it was just awful and then uh but the the chicken coops with that were had deep litter there were no flies so
0: people keep asking about this saturday lime.
2: yeah i already contacted
1: them i think i'm if they don't get back to me i'll just buy it and and give it a little i bet carolina coops
2: will buy that for you
0: Of course. Mm -hmm. All right, treatment for mites and lice. Okay, chickens need to take dust baths and preen their feathers. This by far is the best method for dealing with mites and lice on your birds. Yeah, I agree. It's crucial to have a dry run for your birds to dust bath. Period, and then an and? And. Oh, no, hold on. Is that correct grammar?
1: You can do that You can't
0: start a sentence with and. You can. Look at, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: I don't know. Oh yeah, the hell
0: you don't. You well, that's right. Look at it. That's driving you nuts right now. That <laughs> well, is driving. I don't even have a period at the end of the sentence. But ho-
1: ho- just 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 in case you wanted to know, I used to write for the news. So
0: Is that I was told I probably you wouldn't have ne- done
1: that for the news, but
0: <laughs> But we can for video chicken. I was told you can never start a sentence with and.
2: Never say never. And you can provide a separate dust bath area filled with dirt, DE, and fireplace ash. Yes. Yes. And I've noticed sometimes that the chickens will direct you to where they want a dust Mm -hmm. bath. You may set up what you think is the most fantastic dust bath ever, and they're over there underneath something else, making their own. You know,
0: listening to everything we're talking about, one of the thoughts that comes into my mind is one of the best preventions of a lot of things, a lot of problems you can have with your chickens, not just past. Free ranging is so, this is just another reason why free ranging can be so important.
2: If you're okay with the risk tolerance.
0: Right, right. But I know people are gonna be like, Well, what about bird flu and avian flu? We just talked about that after Well, that
2: was seasonal this year.
0: Treatment for mites and lice. Okay, so we're going on. I'm getting bored. I want to get back All to right, ants well, I just, in I'm the I'm not getting bored. I just, bored. I'm I just, just want people to this. know that
1: there is chemical stuff that you can use, but like the P Electro PSP, P. P, which has no egg withdrawal, which is great. I would think um, permethrin. If you if you treat your chickens, you probably have to withdraw eggs for a certain amount of time. Um, but like Matt said, only use it as directed on the label. Don't just off label stuff and be like, "Well, my chickens would be." That's fine. very important.
0: And more does not always mean matter bad. Uh, more does not mean better. Trust me, I've learned that firsthand. Okay, finally, something a little bit more fun. House flies, Musca domestica. Am I correct?
1: Oh, I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. do the potential. Fun fact. I, the, ca-
0: how do you tell the difference between a male and female oh, housefly? It, it, d- does anyone know the answer to that without cheating? Why I had to learn this, I don't know. But
1: Do you treat them differently?
0: No, I treat them all the I am non-discriminatory in my killing days. So then why lo-
1: do you need to know? I yeah, don't. I'm wait.
0: sure there was a reason. Do you have at,
2: to look at their private parts?
0: Do you ever smell mothballs? Oh
2: god. <laughs> See, no. and I didn't I knew that.
0: <laughs> all right, we're we're 12 now. Uh, <laughs> okay.
2: Rick okay, TV house be so proud.
0: House, <laughs> house flies. Okay, everyone's got house flies. It's easy to identify house flies. I'm going to assume you probably have a great picture of it, but no. flies are attracted to poop.
2: Now we're back to the the and cartoon poji decomp- pictures. And, yes. and
0: decom Oh boy. And decomposing food through smell. Common fixes include fly Well, hold on. Wait,
1: read the whole sentence. Common fixes include fly traps, which only work to attract more flies. Yeah. Oh, see? So you have to read the whole thing. Hmm. You can't well, does that use...
0: sound familiar? Yes. Yeah, sorry. The deep litter method helps reduce flies because it masks the odor and doesn't allow for moisture for flies to reproduce. Well done, Ingrid. Yes. Ready? Prevention, yes. If Again, bugs don't lie. If you got certain flies in your area, they're not there to say hi. They're not there to hang out. Figure out what the fly is. And I mean, there's a difference between fruit flies now. A lot of people are like, oh, fruit flies. Oh, I must have fruit. No, not not necessarily the case. They're there for a reason. Figure out why they're there. Re- eliminate why they're there. The flies will go away. But you're right. That drives me nuts. People love fly traps, and they'll put them like right where they are. Oh, that's a good idea. I wonder why there's more flies all of a sudden.
1: And I can tell you that those things stink when they fill up.
2: Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. Awful. I, I tried oh, them. Yeah, there was a bad idea. It just made that's oh, awful. They made it so we couldn't even go outside. It's like, that smell is awful. So
1: somebody asked, uh, um, Eddie said, Matt, tell me about carpenter bees. He said after the show, but I, other people have said, had mentioned about yeah. um, carpenter bees drilling I love holes. Car- in, yes, in yes. There.
0: Oh, I love carpenter bees. May, I will cut to that. I mean, well, and there's been people with potential carpenter bees in their coop. Right. Uh, so it's not going to bother the chickens. If anything, they might try to eat them. Um, carpenter bees are fascinating, by the way. You're
2: getting excited again.
0: Oh, my gosh. Never I mind. like
2: them, too. Okay,
0: right? let's get to carpenter okay. bees maybe a little bit later on, wait, especially wait, if you got... So what
2: about the house flies?
1: If we not... Well, I'm waiting for Ingrid oh, oh, Well, there more. is nothing. There's just... That's they're it? not. They're not a huge
2: pest, if you they have They really it. aren't. Okay, so so, no, so we're not going to use fly flies. Here's what we have to understand. We're going to use deep litter, and actually, this says to treat... This is good for agricultural flies.
0: Okay. 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 So, hold on. I, I
2: don't know. I, I if moved on to mice. No. Use no. Well, hold on.
0: We gotta understand the, the past. Elect or PSB now, is there. What are, I'm holding. Do you know um, one of the most common flies that bite? Biting flies? Mm. Mosquitoes. A lot of people oh. don't realize mosquitoes are actually a fly. They only have two wings, but not all flies uh, bite, and some do. So a housefly fly doesn't. Okay. Right. Can you do you know what their mouth part looks like? Mm. This is important. No. 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 The no? antennae. No. Mm. And like little. little no. No. Um, like. Uh. Sponging siphon, oh boy, sponging siphoning part. They have a a tube, at the end of the tube is a straw. So the only way they can eat is to suck up liquids, okay? So you know if you got a food source, it's a really wet, liquidy food source, okay? So when they go to eat in these nasty areas, I want you to think about this. And they're eating it and they're also picking up the other bacteria and things that are also in this nasty sanitation area. And then when they go to fly away and they land on your table where you're eating or whatnot, a lot of times they have to kind of blow the food back up (laughs) and soften it and suck it back in to really get it down.
2: So they're like regurgitating. Oh, my.
0: I used to see this on video. And it's disgusting. And this is why, like, when you go into restaurants, that have a lot of house flies or bottle flies, uh, blow flies. The same exact thing. It is nasty. Um, flies.
2: So what, what, what can we do about that?
0: Well, okay, so eliminating the breeding source, which is also their food source, that's why they're there. Now, a lot of times, if you have a bad area, I mean, I can think of there's so many different situations. Like we, in our farm in New York, we're right next to an Angus farm, and I give them a lot of credit for the amount of cows they have. There's not nearly as many flies as you would think. But one of the best things you do, flies hate wind. And a lot of times, what we would do in these restaurants is put in fans at the outdoor seating area just to push the flies away. What a great solution. No chemicals, no high repellents, but you don't want it so windy that you're like, you know, your food's blown away. But it worked, even with mosquitoes. I was gonna
1: say it works for mosquitoes too. too. And I have a
0: great thing too for mosquitoes. I don't know if we're gonna be talking about mosquitoes, but.
1: So, Mike Trap, our friend, says the product that you were mentioning. Uncle Albert's, this product has been discontinued from the manufacturer. <laughs> like, <not laughs> that's surprising. You, Mike. As an alternative, we recommend gourmet and bait gel that has the same active ingredients as Uncle Albert's.
0: Well, see, there's Here. the problem, though. Gourmet. The, the active ingredient might be great, but a lot of times the active ingredient doesn't get to do its job without the inner ingredients. The ingredients to say, hey, come with me. I'm going to take you places. But when you get there, you got to do the job. Um, Uncle Albert's, we would put this bait out as a gel, as a syringe. We would put it out, I kid you not, within seconds. Whatever was in it, carpenter ants were on it immediately. And to a bug guy, that is amazing because they're just, they can be tough. They can be tough. Um, so that sucks. Uncle Albert's was the that was. The <laughs> you need
2: stuff. to come out, come out with Uncle Matt's.
0: Mm, no, I'm not a scientist. I mean, these guys really get yeah. into their stuff. I don't really get into it.
2: Oh so, yeah, right.
1: So it's one o'clock. We're moving to mammals, <laughs> or okay, other other non. Oh my god, days. it is
0: one o'clock already. Yes. Okay, house mouse, musculus. <laughs> right. I hope people are qu- okay. The deer mouse. Okay, big difference. Nice picture. Okay, the deer mouse. If you got deer mouse, if you got deer mice inside your house, there's a big problem because they don't want to be inside. Notice on the deer mouse the big eyes, the big ears, and the white belly. Um. The it's a hanta white. hantavirus. Deer mice are big with the hantavirus. Uh, you want to be real careful you got deer mice around. But the house mouse, oh yeah, they love us. They love our homes.
1: Those are the ones you'll see in your feed bags and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That cereal too,
0: right? and grains, yes. Mice. Well, I'm gonna I don't want to be wrong, but I I can definitely speak for the house mouse. They'll eat everything in anything, but their preferred food source. And this is so important if you're dealing with mice. Their preferred food source is cereal and grains. Now, I've never heard of the white-footed mouse, so you got me on that one. Yeah,
1: it's very similar to the deer mouse. And it actually, I I thought maybe it was very regional, but it turns out it's all the way from Alberta, Canada, to Mexico, and all in the United States. So Hmm. they're very similar, same type of habits and habitat and tick-carrying type of things. Yeah, don't
0: screw up the difference between a mouse and a mole, a vole and a shrew. No, I know. So different so different but anyway so um i love this mice can fit through a quarter inch opening so yes what we used to do is we'd take our pen or pencil and i'd say you know, that's probably a little bit bigger than a quarter inch the only hard part in their body is their skull so if they can fit their skull through the rest of them are fitting through so if you could fit a number two pencil just a regular pencil you could fit that through a hole a mouse will get through wait till i tell you about rats
1: yeah that's next
2: the water thing. Go ahead and read the soap for people on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying to get oh, you. I'm trying yes, yes. to get go, bring you Okay, in.
2: they can survive over a month without water. They don't like the cold. They have weak eyesight, but other senses are highly oh, acute. Oh, yeah, they are. They are acrobatic and great climbers and love to explore.
0: God, do I wish smartphones were out back in my day? I always said, especially when I worked in D.C., I could have started my own reality show. It, it would blow your guys' minds. Hmm. Oh, my God, especially D.C., Chinatown. When it rained in Chinatown, all you could smell is rodent urine. It was that bad. I'm not exaggerating. Anyways,
1: I just found it fascinating that they can survive over a month without water.
0: Mice can. Yes, yes, yes that mice. is so I mean, true. That's,
1: that's fascinating to me.
0: Yep, and their territory is not very far, and because mm-hmm. they don't, ha- they can go so long without water, or they can actually technically get enough moisture through their food, depending on what they're eating, that they can live on a pallet. And that was a big deal in warehouses. Uh, their territory was not very big. So they. So can, what do we do about them? Well, prevention. Okay, one, okay, so we're gonna identify them. Okay, we have a house mouse. They're, they have to eat. So you have to make sure that you are eliminating the reason why they're there, and that is to eat, okay? Now, the other thing about the house, so cereals and grains. So, okay, an example. One of the things we love about our Craftsman Coops or when we're advising people what to put your chicken feed in, because that's mostly cereal and grain, yeah, is those aluminum cans.
2: Yeah. Okay,
0: thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you mm-hmm. got to prevent them from having an easy food source. Uh, the other thing is, is not giving them an easy area to live. But because their territory is not very big, they are going to try to live or want to live around that food source. So eliminate the food source or make it very difficult for them to get to, you will really nip the... Problem in the bud when it comes to mice, um, they don't like the cold. That is so true. When yeah. we had to deal with mice in structural pest control, you looked up not uh, nine nine times out of ten because they, it's always warmer, and we would just take bait and broadcast it. I'm sure it was illegal, but and oh, you could a, a, annihilate mice. Now I'm gonna give you another little pro tip if you're for anyone that's dealing with mice. Um, the best way to reduce the population through the use of a rodenticide oh it, it just slipped me it'll come to me i'll text a buddy of mine there is a rodenticide that came out towards the end of my career oh they couldn't resist it and it's a soft bait because that's the other thing too when you're baiting for rodents you got to understand you got competition you got to eliminate what they really want because they will they'll be picky mm-hmm. you know they'll go for the steak instead of the french fry and a lot of rodenticides are wax-based, so who wants to really eat wax? Even the mice are like, oh, "This sucks," but I'm going to go for that, you know, steak that just got thrown out. Mm. Um, there is a new soft bait they could not resist. Uh, and when it comes to again baiting for mice, you got to make sure you put it in between wherever their food sources that they've learned. Gosh, I can go on and on. Here's the other thing about mice, especially when we compare it to rats. Mice are very curious creatures. So that's why snap traps can work really well for mice, not so much for rats. Um, They're very curious creatures, but their eyesight sucks. Um, So they do a lot of their moving around by leaving urine trails. And they actually feel, they see by feeling with their whiskers and certain hairs on their body. Um, So these are all, oh my God, when we would go into, this was so gross. I'll never forget. I was doing a high school, right? And I'm up in the warehouse behind the kitchen where they store their food. And I just, I was smart enough to bring a black light with me because I knew I was about to walk into, because they weren't happy, this and that. So I'm with these, you know, picture the old kitchen lunch ladies, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and we're up in this loft and I said, kill the lights. And they're like, what's going on here, man? I said, just trust me. We turn the lights off. I turn on the black light, and I'm like, "Look at, we can see right where they're going, and you can follow the you no know, the urine trails." And of course, I'm like, and right down to the railing, the lady had her hand on a railing, right where it was right on rodent urine. I'll just never forget <laughs> it. Um, but anyways, and of course, they were up high. They're up in the loft where it was warm. Ah, oh, such good days. All right, here's good Matt's days.
1: favorite slide.
0: Oh, it is. This one. I don't be. know. I like. Oh, okay. The Norway rat. <laughs> Yeah, Norway
1: rat. I object to that name too.
0: Norway the, rat. Well, being Norwegian, I ratus norvegicus.
1: I know, but I feel like they
0: come from that part of the world. They
1: came from England.
0: Well, yes. Well, Which back not... then, if you really think about how it was all one, mm. but they come from grassy plains. They don't come from the trees like the roof rat does that a lot of our customers out and viewers listen to and listening to us out in uh, California, maybe even Florida if I remember correctly. But Norway rats, yes, this is the rat that you see in the cities. It's not a sewer rat, common rat, no, it's a Norway rat is the proper common name, Rattus norvegicus. And look, it's so cute. So you can tell a Norway <laughs> rat, little <laughs> blunt nose. Okay, short, stocky, you know, it's, it's like Gus Gus, right? On, yeah. on Cinderella. If Gus even though, were a rat. even though Gus Gus was a mouse, thank you, before people beat me up on that, but just short, fast, stuff. short tail. The easiest way to identify a Norway rat, especially if you find dead ones, you take the tail and you flip it up over its back, and if the tail does not go past its head, it's a Norway rat, and typically they'll just come up to the back of their um, head. But a roof rat, they're long and slender. You know, they gotta be climbers. They gotta be, you know, really agile up in the trees. So you take the tail, which they need a lot for climbing and balancing. You take that and it goes up over past their head, and that's important because if you're dealing with a rat situation, you gotta understand. The enemy. Okay, so Norway rats, just like mice, they love cereal and grains. Roof rats love fruits and vegetables. And if you think about it, because ro- uh, roof rats come from the tropics up in the jungle forest, oh. they're going to eat fruits and vegetables. It's just that simple.
2: I'm getting it now. You have to understand the pests. Jeez,
0: it's just that simple. <laughs> um, he may now,
2: have mentioned that before. Yeah, I'm not sure. <sighs>
0: Oh are you picking on me now or is that was that a good moment? No,
1: it's good. It's, okay. good. it's they good. Can <laughs> it doesn't matter.
0: They can fit through a half inch opening. Yes. Again, just like mice, the only hard part of their body is their skull. And if they can fit their skull through, they can fit the rest of their body through.
1: It's like cats with their whiskers. It's like they their whiskers are supposedly to identify the width of what something they can get through. Mm. Really? I That's like cats.
0: That's why you
2: don't have mice. Yeah, I I, I don't even see those brought in.
0: (laughs) Um, Transmit diseases by droppings in urine, bites, and through the fleas and mites. Yeah, we all know about fleas. Was the Black Plague?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, um, they're a host. They carry. Oh my God! Again, going back, DC was the worst. I tell you, I was grateful to be an exterminator in DC. I don't he, know how
1: it, you ever eat in a restaurant knowing yeah, what you know. Would something
2: if something fell on the floor in DC? Can I would give you a, a shout
0: out? I got the funniest story that I'm not going to get into about a doctor asking me where not to eat, and then he performed a. Examination. He goes. You'll tell me we're not to eat now. Anyways, I will never <laughs> that forget. Sounds a little personal. I would love yeah. to give a shout out because I got to see a lot of things. And there is a restaurant chain that is spotless. And there's a lot of good ones out there. There's a lot of and bad this ones. Is,
2: this is probably old information. This but... is,
0: I'll guarantee you still true today.
2: Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, you would never think of this restaurant being by far the cleanest. And if they even got below, I think if they lost two points, the general, the store, the general manager, restaurant manager was. Terminated, no questions asked. They didn't mess around. Wow. And their practices to clean out their kitchen was perfect because they can move everything. They could get underneath it. Like they just did everything perfect. Any guesses? Waffle House. Chuck E. Cheese. No. That is, in my opinion, the cleanest kitchens I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of them. But, Chuck the, e. Cheese. but the
1: dining room is disgusting because there's a bunch <laughs> of kids
2: running around, and their pizza was disgusting. <laughs>
0: I'm I told my kids <laughs> it was it was
2: called Chunky Cheese, and they were like, "No, we don't want to go to Chunky Cheese." So I never had to endure oh, it. Chunky
0: Cheese's, yeah, I loved doing their play because they were just. I'm telling you, amazing. I'm really disappointed. Why and disappointed in what?
2: That the 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 cleanest restaurant is one that we don't want to go to. Yeah,
0: and I can tell you there's some you do not want to eat. Even, if, but anyways, even
2: if my kids were that age, I wouldn't want to go there.
0: Right. No, I just, I, why not give a shout out? They they deserve it. They All absolutely right. deserve it. Okay. So um,
1: they're also, they're omnivores. Yes. Rats. Yes. They'll eat any type of food and require a half to one fluid ounce of water daily.
0: So important. Okay, so yes, they are opp- opportunistic feeders, but they prefer cereal and grains. They have to drink water every day.
1: Yeah, so they, you will find, that if there's no water around, you won't find them like with mice, but they have to be close to a water source.
0: Right. And And they have
2: a strong sense of smell.
0: Oh, extremely. Oh, yeah, because their eyesight sucks. Uh, But they too, they can feel where they're going at night because of the vibrissi. I think they were called, certain hairs on their body. Anyways, here's the thing about rats, especially because I know this is a chicken show and a chicken coop show. And we have dealt with rat situations when we've come into people's homes to redo their chicken coop or eliminate their old chicken coop, give them a new one. We as human beings actually give mice and rats the perfect homes when you really think about it. And I've seen it so many times, especially with sheds that sit right on the ground. All right, not on a concrete slab, even though they can definitely burrow under the concrete slab. They love it when you got the decking and you got the hollow spots in between the floor joists right on the ground. They love that. It just makes it so much easier for them to have a Home that they don't have to keep up on the roof. Mm. Same thing um, if you're driving around, I don't want to say the name. Let's just say you're driving through a drive through and you see a lot of those bushes or shrubbery where it's really low to the ground, mm-hmm. and you got to, you know, so you can see the menu and whatnot. The mm-hmm. root systems is amazing, uh, locking in the soil that the rats would constantly live underneath those areas. So you're going through these drive throughs at night. If you were looking, knew what you look for, you could see rats in the holes all the time. Um, here's the thing about rats. If you're dealing with rats, again, with a chicken coop or whatever, rats are neophobic. You know what that means? No. Yes, you do. They're afraid
1: of new things.
0: Fear of the new. Huh. So that makes it very difficult for dealing with rats. Mice, you can put out some glue boards and some snap traps. Again, there's so many pro tips we could get into, but, and you'll catch them immediately because they're curious. Um, rats. rats. Curiosity killed cat. You gotta be patient. You have to understand rats are neophobic. So you put anything new out in their environment, they're not gonna go to it right away. Um, unless they're desperate and you're able to eliminate their water source. So there was a great bait, I doubt it's still around. We used to use called Liquitox, and I got the bright idea. I'd go get hamster bottles, fill it up with Liquitox, label it properly, thank you, and put it right where I knew they were going with a black light. And you talk about urine pillars because they're constantly urinating, communicating where to go. Oh, oh, nasty, tall.
1: Did that work?
0: Oh, like a, when I would have a customer call, go, my God, Matt, it stinks in here. What are you going to do about it? I said, I guess my job's done. The <laughs> smell of success.
1: Was it dead rats or dead, or just the urine?
0: Dead rats. Oh. Oh, oh, you can tell a dead smell. Oh, oh, you can't miss a dead body smell. Oh, it is the worst. Um, So they're neophobic, but yes, they need to drink water every day. And here's the other thing about rats that can make it difficult, especially if you have rats at your chicken coop their territory is pretty big. And with mice, it's going to be in a small little area. You can deal with it on your own property most of the time. time. Rats, your rats might be living at your neighbor's house because they have the perfect shed and they're Mm -hmm. underneath it. And again, because rats are neophobic, you got to understand their patterns. They'll use the same runways. And you can see them when you know what you're looking for, but you might be giving them the food source. But if you eliminate the food source, they're just going to go somewhere else, but you can't really eliminate the food altogether because you got to feed your chickens, right? Mm -hmm. Or you want to put your table scraps out in the run. Um, You got to get to where they're living and eliminate that. And not to mention, too, when you do go to react and bait them, you want to get as close to home as possible.
2: Are they nocturnal?
0: Yes. Same with the mice, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I wish I had a smartphone back in the day.
2: Yeah. uh, The grandpa feeder? Mm-hmm. Might be helpful, right? Yeah.
0: We had a, a customer recently. We got an amazing video coming out. I guess we're not going to bring it out until we're all done when we build her coop. Is it Farrell? Paul filmed it. Ingrid didn't. Oh, that's they, why I'm looking oh, at me yeah, yeah. Okay. The, they had the grandpa's feeder. They didn't like it. I'm curious if anybody out there has yeah, had Beth any. Yeah,
2: Farrell does, has one too. Okay. We're going to do her chicken coop in Apex.
0: And um, I don't know if uh, she said they just could not train her chickens to use that grandpa's feed. And that's the first I've ever heard of that. But I want to say, in theory, it's a great idea, great concept, great product to make it difficult for the rodents to get to the food source. Right. Did I tell you this morning, My the girls saw a big garter snake outside? <laughs> Gus stepped right on its head. Oh, boy. Um, snakes are considered pests because they will eat the chicken eggs and baby chicks. Snakes come to your coop in search of food, such as rodents, shelter, or water. Most snakes are very beneficial to your garden.
1: I had Ju- to put that in there. <laughs>
0: Thank, yeah, I had a feeling. Juvenile snakes can fit through the half inch openings, can be chicken food, uh, I don't think I'm, okay. Right. Uh, yes. And you got a great video. Do you yes, have that? I don't have it pulled up. Oh, out. I thought for sure you would for extra credit. No. <laughs> so this is very important. I, I
1: had enough pest and bugs this week for me, so I wasn't going to do anything extra.
0: It just occurred to me, I'm surprised. We got all kinds of props in here. We got the roost bars, the chicken nipples, things like that. I don't have a piece of half-inch hardware cloth, but people ask all the time, what about snakes? Great question. Um, And I tried to explain last time that in order for, if you take an egg... And divide it into thirds if the chick if the snakes largest body is two-thirds of that egg they can eat it okay Um. but that means the snake is too big to fit through the half inch by half inch hardware cloth but when your coop's sitting on the ground and if you've got little openings say rats are digging underneath and getting through there and they created runways or whatever the snake will find that, and they will get in. you got to make sure the snakes cannot get in. They will not get through the half-inch hardware cloth that are big enough to eat the eggs. The juveniles will, and I've always tell people that's free chicken feed.
1: Yep, and you did something with the, the roof ridge now,
0: right? The we r- we did. We discovered, you know, we're always trying to make sure we make the best coop for the best price. We don't want to keep adding to it, and, you know, I know there's a lot of people like, gosh, man, this is such an expensive coop. Well, there's no such thing as a cheap coop, but we ended up adding what we call the ridge cap screen because i think once or twice we had a customer with a coop in the woods which i love you know um they had a black snake come down from the trees and fall onto the roof and get underneath the ridge cap and get in um so it was not a predator to the chickens but it was to the eggs and so we've just included that ridge cap screen ever since yeah mm, Sorry. so i mean it's real simple um snakes snakes well, I mean, there's a you got you want to prevent. If you got snakes on your property, the easiest way to prevent snakes is don't give them a place to live. You know, stacked rocks, stacked firewood.
1: I, I can't. I gotta stop with these copperheads. I've had f- four four times that my dogs got bitten in the face in the within a year. Really? <sighs> yeah.
0: So they're living somewhere. I mean, snakes love. and They can hang out for a long time. It doesn't take them much. A lot did, of
2: yeah. Did these bites happen at the same place in your yard? um or do you know no
1: well i two were probably in like brush in the back or whatever billy found like they're always it's always friday night because <laughs> i have to go to the emergency room it's always about 8 39. Mm-hmm. So it's like clockwork like i'm paranoid every time i go out there um twice that's I when think, they're gonna start
0: coming out to right
1: feed. and i think they just were passing through and she just sees the movement and she just goes after okay. them the, but one time was on they were on the patio That was like in October because it was a warm, warm night. And they were just like, uh, Sean says, I can't believe I didn't step on it. It was like right curled up in the patio. And this last time with Murphy, I think, again, it was on the patio. And he probably just went over and sniffed it because he doesn't, he's not, he's friends of other animals, but he sniffed it. And I didn't even know it until after he came in and he was acting weird. And then I saw the swelling and I just figured it out. But I just don't know why there's, like, we went for five years with no snakes on our property. And now, like, in one year, I've had Four times I will the dog's guarantee
0: you there, there's a there's a great home nearby mm-hmm. they're reproducing they're going to increase in population. you got to figure out where they're living now there are products yeah, that
2: snake away is that sulfur uh, powder or yeah, something
0: yeah um, crystallized lime is what comes to my mind so I guess that's like a sulfur or something like that uh, but the thing about snake aways or snake repellents is you got to use them in the right time of year because huh. you could actually trap these snakes around your home if you use that at the wrong time of year.
1: we don't want that. Yeah, there's a company in Chapel Hill called I Must Garden that have these different, like, more natural type repellents. But the thing is that putting it out now, it's we have all this torrential rain and, and these granular things are like with that much, light rain would be okay, but a lot of rain that we've been having, it's just throwing your money away, but anyway.
0: All right, so it is 118 already. I can't believe it, We're, this has been bug day. I hope this has worked. I tell you, I was stressing about this because it's been so long since I've been in this industry, but I, if, if you guys have taken anything away from this, if you got a pest, identify it, learn about it, and then you can figure out what to do. Um, Prevention. Okay. Well, okay. The takeaway. Oh. Wow. Right on. Summary page. Oh, and she- these are fantastic
2: pictures. Yes, of
0: course. Uh, she's Ingrid got. Ingrid
2: is the bomb. Yeah. Like, what would we be doing without her?
0: I don't. I do have nightmares about that. i be yeah. honest with you. It scares me. <laughs> um, prevention is the key. Yes. Prevention, prevention, prevention. But you got to know what to do to prevent. So you got to know what is it? You got to know your enemy. You got to know your pest. Um, make sure your chickens have a way to dust bath. Yeah. I tell you, a lot of things that we talked about, especially with the mites. That's what chicken. That's why they're dust bathing. They're not trying to clean themselves uh, in a, in a way like we do when we take a shower. They're actually getting rid of these parasites are uh, clinging onto the outside of them. So make sure they have a good dust bath. Don't overcrowd your flock or coop. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because one thing it's the, you want your chickens to be healthy. If they're healthy, then they can combat any kind of parasite yes. it might that lives because they're they're just there. Right. And they they can deal with it better. But if they're You know, if they're overcrowded and stressed or whatever, then things like that can get out of control easily. They're more Um, susceptible.
0: Such a good, another good reason why the coop to chicken ratio is so important. When your chickens get stressed, they are not going to be able to come. Yeah, exactly what Ingrid said. Excellent point. Uh, Don't give rodents a reason to come to your coop. Yes. Yes. Don't make it easy for them to live. Don't make it easy for them to eat. It's just that simple. If possible, use a deep litter method. You want to talk about a fly prevention, the deep litter method, because it masks the smell and the flies don't smell. They don't know to go there.
1: Yeah. The only times, like you, when you were at my house, it's the flies are on like the watermelon that I put out for them, but they're not in right, the Right. Because the house. watermelon's
0: wet. They have to have wet food. If you tried to eat your food, sucking through a straw and the end of that straw is a sponge, think about that. That's how these flies eat. Oh, well, Sponging, sucking mouth part. God, someone looked at, I, gotta, I hate that I can't remember these terms.
2: <laughs> Another takeaway for the Sp- flies is to only put, if you're putting out compost or kitchen scraps or whatever, only put out what they're going to eat in a day. Yes, yep.
0: just like feeding fish. Don't yeah. overfeed them or you're going
2: to. Cr- yeah, otherwise you're going to have the flies.
0: Yep.
2: So th- this is, when I said dusting chickens, this is what I was thinking of, what I was referring to, the, the garden pest and livestock dust. But I don't know what it is what it is i i might have said seven people are commenting on the seven but uh this is really what i was referring to and i guess they're not the same thing but i was wondering if this is safe it says safe on chickens but is this the perm- and then
0: the other big question is well yeah the active in- i always like to know the active ingredient you um, me what do you gotta re- do egg removal is always the thing yeah. you always ask. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> you, see, okay, it, you so it's, see it
2: at the farm store. The it's 121. I
0: want to get to the questions and comments. Uh, 84 people watching. Thank you so, so much for being here. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. It's August 5th. We are live. Today was the bug show. Um, and I would love to do this again. I tell you, I always wanted to start my own business where I could be a a, a, a consult with an unbiased opinion. So I tell you, if you have a bug problem, a rodent problem, whatever, pest problem, and you call up those companies, they are trained to sell you their service based on your fear.
2: Oh, It's that. It's it's
0: 25%... permethrin. Okay. Yeah, very, very common active ingredient. Mm-hmm. It must be darn near harmless because that active ingredient has been around for so I long. I think it's
2: made out of dandelions or something. That was, that's that's pyrethrin. Oh, Right. Okay. We had this
1: whole... Pyrethrin
0: is pyrethrin. made from a chrysanthemum Florida oh, okay. or flower grown in Kenya, Africa. <laughs> and then so, the pyrethroid so is a synthetic virgin. Would that be... Yeah. I think they might... Do- Everything, it all depends on how you use it. That's the thing. I think people got to understand... You know, um, things are safe. It's it's the person behind the trigger, if you will. That's what you got to worry about. This is not hurting us right now, right? Right. Okay. You decide to drink it. Guess what? Now it's harmful. Don't drink it. Um, things can be used if used correctly and there can be huge benefits. But if you don't understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and target, you're gonna have problems. All right, let's get to let's get to the questions and comments. Well, and the,
2: somebody somebody says it's safe to put in a dust bath, but that's just a comment. I don't know
0: if it's okay. true. Um,
1: so James Miller says fly traps are great because they make great snacks for your ladies, and I don't what yeah. I don't know because the there isn't a lure. There's something that's in there that that's a.
0: Yeah, there's an attractant to say, Tracking. hey, come in here yeah, uh, I for wouldn't... a great food source. But there could be also something in there that kills them real quick.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that just because I don't know what chemicals they're using to attract Oh, my gosh. Here's them. another
0: one. Speaking of flies, I just mm-hmm. want to mention this. These are things people just don't know any better. There is a product I see in restaurants all the time called – I'm going to get sued. I don't care uh, – called Hot Shot. All right. Well, Hot Shot's a brand, but it looks like you've all seen them. It's a rectangular white. Grid looking thing with a yellow thing inside. Okay. All right. And you hang them. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a fumigant. And when you read the label, those are only supposed to be used in areas that human beings are not around. So you put it in your closet, put it in your attic for like cluster flies or whatever. And it's a fumigant. Okay. So if that word doesn't make sense, <laughs> you got to think about it. fumigant. You got mo- you got particles that are so small. It's a gas and can get everywhere. That's what makes it work so well. Um, you breathe. It's a carcinogen. It's horrible to breathe in, but it's odorless. And it will work <laughs> to get rid of whatever you want to kill, wherever you are. And it's a five dollar product, but it's so harmful. But it's odorless; people have no idea. You go sit at a bar; I'll see them all the time for the fruit flies. I'm like, Ew, I hate to be that bartender. They have no clue. Ugh.
2: Highly illegal. Oh, that they're they're breathing. They're breathing poison.
0: it in. Yes. Oh, it's unreal.
2: Oh. So
1: Kathy asks if fireplace ash is dangerous if it gets wet, or if the dust bath gets wet.
0: I wouldn't think it's dangerous. Well, it's it's going to be non-effective because now it's packed yeah. down. It's yeah. wet sand. You're walking on wet sand. It's not getting in between your toes. We need dry sand to get in between our toes. You need wet – or you need dry dust.
1: And Amber says – and I had this happen too. My girls eat mice or mm-hmm. things that look like mice. Yep. And I, I did. I saw my bard rock with a – I was like, what does she have? And I just see these little like mice legs hanging out. I'm like, oh, my God. And toads. They like toads as well. Okay. Okay. Um, What about growing catnip around the coop? Can the cat the cat smell the cat smell will keep them away? Catnip doesn't smell like cats, Um, (laughs) but there are that's another thing. There are herbs that you can grow um, or that you can put around there that. you know, there's lavender, there's marigolds, yeah. oregano. There's a bunch of herbs. There's a lot of all natural things that you can use. I put them in the um, as a natural repellent. Right, as a natural repellent for mites and and that's a great bugs. point.
0: See, that's not my specialty, but I love that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I could have done a whole other show on just like natural. We treatment.
0: should companion oh, planting, yeah. right? Doesn't that fall under companion well, planting? Not
1: really, but of no. course not. No, companion planting is.
0: <laughs> it's you're planting something, and it's my companion if it keeps the mosquitoes off of me. Well.
1: It's usually it's, two plants that are benefiting from companion companions, planting. But she, purposeful planting. Yes, purposeful, yeah, purposeful Thank
0: planting. Thank you, Nan. Right on cue.
1: Um, but yeah, there are lots of things that you can put all right, in I, I, your all right,
0: nest box. How do you illuminate a food source in the run when chickens are dropping their grain food on the ground?
1: How do you eliminate a food source?
0: It says illuminate.
1: But she meant eliminate. It are might, you have been sure? a, this might be in a spell check thing. How can you eliminate a food source in the run when the chickens drop there? Well, there's the coop works helps with the drag back on yeah, the food. Yeah, the
0: feeder ports reduce okay. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then the grandpa feeder, the treatle mm-hmm. feeders. Um, yes, you can grow mint around the coop. That's actually very good too. Um and Cindy's not never eating in Chinatown again thanks to you.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I I oh god, I could go on and on. It was it was on un- the story, I have so many stories. I mean, I would come home every day, just the stories. Oh, you just wouldn't believe it. Especially in the cities. And I tell you, working in DC, the, the rats there are unbelievable. I don't care how big the rats are, I don't care. are so many. We're talking thousands. Th- Leaving these restaurants at night in Georgetown, right? All these college kids are coming out and partying, went out, and they put they, Tuesday nights were garbage night, and all of a sudden the rats just knew they're coming out, eating all the garbage, and they're in. And I was like, oh my god, and the hauntings, oh my god, the ghost stories in D.C. I was never a ghost person, Oh, no. they're real. Sorry, hate to tell you. <laughs> oh my god, the things I saw in D.C. There was uh, there was one I refused to go back to. It, it was actually butted up to where Abe Lincoln died next to oh. Ford's Theater. I'll never forget that. True story. I'm telling you. I oh oh
1: so tom queen i want to give him a shout out because he said earlier he is building his um coop that he got his crushing it yeah
0: doing such a good job he's doing the things that i can spot that i realize, like he had a bar clamp helping bring his trusses in that's you want to do that in theory yes you put your coop together and everything should fall in perfectly that's what we're shooting for but it doesn't always happen you know you're working with wood but if you got to draw your truss in, use a bar clamp. Yeah, or a little ratchet strap. Just so many great little things. I love what he's doing. So here's
1: a question for you, because Linda asks, has anyone dealt with wasps building nest in the hen house?
0: Can someone who is listening please bring in Operation Golden Egg? Um, I have them on my desk. We need to get to the bottom of this. And I love uh, the question that Amanda yes. has. So anyways. But, so
1: with wasps and people. Mm-hmm. Now I had heard things like you can put like a paper bag that looks like a fake wasp's nest. Does any of that stuff work for getting rid of wasps? No, because of territorial no. And there's or whatever? so many.
0: De- wasps are carnivores. Mm-hmm. Wasps are wasps. And, you know, what, which one are we talking about? Well, like mud daubers. Mud daubers are actually very beneficial if you don't like spiders um paper wasps there's the the only way to prevent wasps around your structure is to treat the ideal spots that they will want to build their nest which is underneath overhang so they don't get rained on in the spring so you don't got to spray your house every month but if you really want to prevent them and it's a very safe application because you're not—you don't need a lot. You don't got to go through and hose the whole house down like they used to tell us to to sell more. Um, no, you just treat the areas that you know the wasp is going to want to nest. The queen comes out of winter and goes, "Okay, it's time for me to start my nest." And she starts to find these areas. She walks on it. She's like, "This sucks. It's burning my feet." Flies away.
2: Well, what what do you treat with?
0: <sighs> there's so, oh gosh, uh, there's so many oh, okay. things. It, it depends on, on the a, surface. A wasp depends wasp on the color. of the surface. No, it, it, there's so many insects Have we had
1: coops with that had wasps inside at all, like mud daubers or anything? I've had wasps. I've had mud
0: daubers get in the dowel one, holes. Actually, yeah,
2: I would think I would think that too. Yeah, yeah. And somebody else asked. Two people asked about carpenter bees. So okay. Do you want to mention that now?
0: Okay, so here's the thing about carpenter bees. I love carpenter bees. Uh, We were at Ingrid's house. No, because you're a carpenter. Did no. Okay, I never put two and two together. But um, (laughs) were we? Did you get that on video when we were? Do and I, I
1: really need to do something with it.
0: So one of my fun things to do about carpenter bees is people freak out about carpenter bees because they can be very territorial. They're big and they're buzzy, they're making noise and they're like, you know, flying yeah. in your face. I used to catch them in my hand and um, I knew which ones to catch and which ones not. And the ones that are in your face have that big yellow, it reminds me of the Autobot symbol, right between their eyes. Mm-hmm. Those are the males. Well, a stinger is an egg laying tube don't, don't get mad at me, okay? I didn't invent this. Males don't have egg-laying tubes, okay? So they don't have a stinger. And you could catch them, and they're still going to act like a big, buzzy bee. And I would pretend I was getting stung. I think I even did it at your house. Yes. Did uh, so it I just, work? I bet it did. No, she knew. What? She knew what I was doing. Yeah, she's smart. Ingrid's so smart. Um, don't catch the queen. Oh, she'll get the the female. She'll get you. Oh God, I've got. Oh, they'll nail you.
2: Oh, have you ever made the mistake of catching a female?
0: No, but I've got stung by oh, a female, okay. and oh, that hurt. Anyways, so here's the thing oh, about good car- party trick. Then. Here's the thing about here's the thing about carpenter bees. This is fascinating. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna burrow a hole, marble sized hole in your wood, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and that sucks because they're now they're this you know it's deconstruction to your home or whatever damage um, to your home. It is fascinating. They'll they'll chew in, cross grain about an inch, mm-hmm. inch and a half, and then turn yep. 90 degrees, yep. okay? So they're gonna go whoop, and then they're gonna turn 90 degrees, about six to eight inches with the grain, all right? So a little something like, oh, you probably can't see it. Okay, just like that, okay? Go in, and then.
2: Looks like an L.
0: Yeah, okay, real simple, right? The female carpenter bee is so smart, she'll lay an egg, build a cell. Bit, lay at an the egg, very end. At the end. Okay. At yeah. I'm, end I'm gonna, of the tunnel. Yep. Yeah, and then lay an egg, build a cell, lay an egg, build okay, anyways, so on and so forth. Just like that, right? Making little rooms. Somehow, some way. If you think about it, if you're this first egg that's laid, you gotta be the last one to hatch or you're gonna be fighting, screwing up your brothers and sisters here. Yeah. They know how to time it. Isn't that incredible? Uh-huh. So the last egg laid is the first one to hatch and they go right in order. I don't know. I just I love this. Probiscus, wow. the mouth part. Um anyways so they
2: must have different gestation periods
0: yeah i don't know i don't know so here's the secret to carpenter bees prevention (laughs) here we go again don't build
1: anything out of wood well you can can you give them a two by four so i because they go into the eaves of our shed and we don't really care but we had thought about making a two by four with a couple holes in and mounting that for them to like giving them some, give them something that they, that you don't care about. Yeah.
0: Possibly, possibly, but would you see the difference? I don't know what I used to always recommend to people. And this used to be a lot with log cabins. So then that can get really bad is, and I don't know if you can find it anymore, a very good oil, a true oil-based treatment. They do not like the true through an oil-based treatment or oil-based paints. Now, I don't know if I know I keep hearing about oil-based going away and you have water modified um, or, What we used to do in the springtime when the queens were coming out looking for a new home to chew up, that's when you would have to apply a insecticide to the outside surface and it's all about timing. So when she comes to and lands on it, it's a repellent. She flies away, goes, I'm going to go somewhere else, screw this place. Or she will start to chew it if you're using a non-repellent, a microencapsulator is one of my favorites, Um, a non-repellent one. She's chewing in there and then she ingests the insecticide and then it kills her. So when it comes to carpenter bees, prevention is all about timing, or what you're applying from a prevention point of view. Uh, the oil-based oils or paints,
2: yeah. and, and they're still pollinators.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they do do serve the a purpose. So are I want to be.
2: Are they seasonal? I I only remember. No, seeing. they're
0: year-round. They're year-round. Uh, it's just in the springtime when it warms up.
2: That's when I notice them.
0: Oh, that's when it's like it's party time. You yeah. Know? What about
2: those traps with the mason jar?
0: You can trap them, but is it really going to make that big of a difference? You still yeah. got to have bees. You still got to have pollinators. You know, so we got to take the good with the bad right. here. Exactly. Um, so Brooke has
1: a question. Yes, I have had chickens for a few years now. I've never had a predator. We are in op- we are in the open. Eagles fly over, but never attack. Zero land predators. Could it be because we have pigs near our chickens? You've had pigs and chickens.
0: Yeah, I got. I miss my farm. Can you are answer? we gonna go look at that farm? Can
1: we gonna answer the question?
0: I'm thinking, Tangent, so here's what I do. When I <laughs> when I do that, it's I'm actually thinking and processing what I'm gonna say, and I guess I just can never be quiet, so I have to say something. <laughs> um,
2: I can be quiet. That checks out. I know,
0: I don't know how. you. Sometimes you're so quiet it drives me crazy. I'm like, I Kristen, know. out with it. I know. I would say, yeah, I mean, pigs are, I love them. They're fun. Uh, I love bacon um
1: do you think they act as a deterrent i'm
0: gonna have to you know i don't know i'm gonna have to my i would have to say yes because i tell you what pigs can be mean they can be nasty like you got to be careful I, mean, I
2: think that for aerial predators if there's any larger animal yeah, like, out i think it, it might help some yeah i, I mean just to, like a dog i, I mean, mean for some reason it dogs oh god gotcha. yeah yeah so you know? even though the the dog doesn't want to eat a hawk or an eagle it it is a deterrent right and you can
0: train a lot of dogs to actually protect your right. chickens so i would have to say it can't be hurting
2: i would say it would help some yeah jeff
1: wants to know what kind of insects are beneficial inside the hen house
0: <laughs> that's a great question i don't know the... oh hold yeah
2: the, well the black soldier hold on, fly hold on.
0: um yeah i mean yeah but... we can give them food is this where Ingrid gets my saying like people don't want to see their comments? Did I ask everyone? Didn't I ask? Don't you guys like this? I, I want people look at our community. Look at our fans. They are. We got the best listeners and viewers out there. If you're I listening know. to the recorded podcast later, you got to come join us when we are live and we're going way over. on five minutes and Ingrid's not giving me the stink huh. on of that.
1: Well, that's uh, because, you know, we're, this is a
0: good. This is a lot of fun. Any beneficial insect soldier fly larva without a doubt.
2: Yeah. And agent, they have they have no mouth parts, right? I believe they don't. I'm
0: not an expert on soldier fly larvae. Yeah,
2: they don't have any mouth parts, There are going to so be a they're lot. They're not going to be a pest, and they're not going to bring disease.
0: There's going to be a lot of adult insects, like Indian meal moths. Um, they live so short; they don't eat. Uh, only the larva stage is the, is where they eat, and that's where they become I a can't pest. Can't those though. Um, yeah, I, Asian lady beetles, used to have those. not ladybugs. Asian lady beetles. People hate them. They can get little pinchy mandibles. You know, they can. Well, they're, the mouth they're parts. also
1: not good because that's an invasive species that's not supposed to be here
0: yeah and they brought them in to eat the aphids and they screwed up big time was in the 70s right
1: um i'm not sure but regular ladybugs eat it i had a i have a plant that was covered 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 in aphids in the spring and it was it was just starting to get warm and then all of a sudden there was i had tons of ladybugs on that plant
0: i'm gonna that's a great question you know ground beetles black ground beetles um there's going to be a lot of beneficial insects inside the run. And beneficial, and
2: want, we're, we're thinking food.
0: Food, breaking down waste. Yeah. You yeah. know?
1: Yeah, you said the little ants that I have, like little pavement ants or whatever I'm seeing in my coop are probably just working through the litter or whatever.
0: Yeah, ants, I, I tell you, I don't. Hypopanera ants, which I think I'm telling you, when you are telling me you were going to stung by an ant, which are ants that have stingers, fire yeah, ants. I,
1: I read something about an Asian needle ant.
0: I don't know. Never heard of that. I here's didn't either, but here's I looked where nan comes in.
1: But I looked it mm-hmm. up because some ant, tiny ant, is is stinging me so badly.
0: So I hope That's that helps answer about the carpenter bees. It, it has a lot to do with prevention. Um, okay, it is one thirty-seven. Um, that was fun. That was fun. Well, I, I hope I got to all the questions yeah, are and you comments.
2: Tell us what that term is oh. when you get itchy.
0: Hey. Um. <laughs> delusory parasitosis yes,
2: okay what is it
0: delusory parasitosis now we need to get to the bottom of something carrie um i want operation golden egg brought in here i meant to bring it in
2: okay
0: I got-
2: also i wanted to do a shout Can you please out please go in my office and grab benjamin some eggs, had one of please, the first comments i think yes. and bring them in was it benjamin yes somebody ben
0: rankin i got mm-hmm. it yeah, oh, um,
2: yeah. He, had a- he had a comment about my chicken
0: so someone said something about a giveaway Yeah, there it is. Who?
2: Benjamin said, I know what's bugging Kristen's birds.
0: Dale. (laughs) (laughs) How to get rid of aphids on fruit trees in the chicken area. There's so many great questions, but aphids. Ingrid? Um, Get some ladybugs.
1: (laughs) Well, aphids are actually... Aphids... The good, the, the side, besides the fact that they're disgusting because they give birth to the life young, you can well, also I, I Matt, think Matt, that's Matt. Matt loves them. But as yeah. a pest, it's annoying. You can actually just spray them with, uh, with the hose.
0: If you spray soapy them, water right.
1: Well, you don't even have to use Thank soapy it. water. The First, my first, like if I have aphids on like a tropical fruit tree, mm-hmm. the first like a smaller one, the first thing I do is I take it to the hose and I just spray it. You just spray those suckers off oh. and let it dry out. And if they come back, you could try soapy water.
0: What do we look at these? Huh? Don't be scared. There you go. Why? Huh? It's egg. it's the golden egg. Okay. Let me
1: put this on here, so oops. Oh. How did I do
0: that? I don't know. What'd you do? The golden okay. egg. I so we talked to the hemp company, which we got another truck yesterday. I thank you all our hemp customers. We got lots of hemp in stock yesterday. I can't believe how much hemp we're selling. Thank you so much. Um, but if you don't have hemp yet, definitely get oh, some. And
2: we had that nice hemp episode.
0: How about that? Nice. Yeah. You know, I've been getting a lot of questions, and comments. We got the new boxes done. We learned a lot from that show so that the information on the box is extremely accurate, so we're not misleading people.
2: And we have a nice um, convert, uh, convert
0: uh, conversion table.
2: Conversion table, or yeah. a nice little informational table on how so much great. you need, how, yes. you need, how, and how far lo- will it go? How much do I need to buy? That's Nan went out say. there,
0: did her math, and then fact yeah. check it with a volume calculator, and she yeah. was spot on, great. of course. Um, so we know if you're going to do two inches, how far is that going to spread with 33 pounds? How many do bales f- do you need? Yep. Yes. Well, so what you got there, Matt. So,
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: sheesh. Um, so <laughs> I got the golden eggs in. The hemp company said, Matt, we think this is a fantastic idea. Send us the golden eggs with something inside so that we have no clue mm-hmm. when we get the hemp in uh, who's going to potentially win a golden egg. And what do, what's the prize going to be?
1: I thought we decided we were going to have a series of prizes. Yes, that's
2: right.
0: Okay, are we going to do a series and, and, of prizes? I want a lot of winners. I like having yes, a lot of winners. And but it'll I think be it's top
2: the... secret what's in them because obviously people can go out and buy these eggs. Yes. I saw these at the dollar
0: store actually. Well, well we, no, well, the prize is going to be inside. Right,
1: I know, I know. But we need proof that they got. so they don't. You don't want somebody Just, mocking up something and saying, Oh, I got a golden egg and it says this and it's free goop.
0: Oh, I can tell you I and I would love to do a free coupe. Like I would do love to do like one coupe a year, maybe two coops a year, maybe one a quarter, whatever, I don't know, where you have a golden ticket inside. I guarantee you they I will put my seal on it from mm-hmm. the uh, corporation. They will not be able to oh, copy yeah, that. Yeah. I'll just press it in there. It'll be a golden ticket. But I thought it'd be fun to have, you know, a hundred dollar gift card to Lowe's or something, you know, or maybe they should we should get some sponsors. That would be a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, so that's
1: right. I have to look into that. Thank you. Now that my bug show prep is over. I'll
0: have some time. Uh, so I can tell you, I got the Maybe. golden eggs in. Uh, we already got. By the time I thought of this, the other truck was already on its way. But the next one, so they're in harvest season. So they they gave me a warning. Said Matt, we it might be a little while before hemp gets back in production.
1: Oh no! Yeah, so
0: get it now. Well, last, yeah.
1: Don't say that. Well, they're in production. I mean, they're
0: just being honest. I know. Um, so. We're, we're going to do something, but I am always look for suggestions and ideas. We get the best ideas from our listeners and our customers. Uh, but I think, aren't these cool? They're golden Very. eggs. Can you imagine dumping your hemp in there and all of a sudden you got a golden egg? Uh, I think that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. And and, and members of Carolina Coops are not eligible for these <laughs> prizes, like every other. <laughs> That's and,
0: right. And I know, and my dad will never accept. I guarantee you my dad would be one of those people that would win. And I'm like, sorry, dad, you're not eligible. Uh and he even told me, he goes, well, I want to buy like 12 bales just to see if I'll win. I was like, I guess it's working. Even, <laughs> even though it wasn't to sell more bales, even though I want to sell, as, you know, I always want to grow the business. just want to thank people. I want to thank people. Fun. I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. So.
1: <sighs> so it's time for.
0: Structural pest control with Matt.
1: OK, well, I'm going to bow out. No, no okay.
0: No. Oh, All right. oh well, that was a fun show. done. All right, so wh- I, I, chop chop. What is gonna be okay, I'll let you I'll let you do it. Um what is gonna be what? What what's gonna be the next week's show? Oh I don't know. We haven't picked it. Are we gonna be here? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe we I'm, should take a break. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not big on breaks. Um, <sighs> as you can tell. As much as I would love to take a break. I, I love doing the show. Uh, I think our viewers, and we, Nan will tell us too. She was like, no, you are not skipping a show. Because I guess she got a bunch of calls. Like, I was so mad Matt and Kristen weren't on with the video yeah, chicken. that's good feedback. It is. Yes. It's nice we, to hear. Yes.
2: I, I think it's always fun when we can do something different. Go on site, go in the shop, do something like, oh, we're going to put together our chicken coop in the front yard. Bring
0: chickens in, have them defecate down Matt's back, and oh. then I see the evidence of my shirt that I still don't know if we made it out of here. The cleaning I did li-
2: spray it. I did clean off, clean off our chairs. I cleaned off the table, and I sprayed down your shirt, and then when I got home, I realized that I just balled it up and left it on the washer. No. Oh, I meant to... Rinse it out. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. So not. we turned the cameras on this
0: morning, and, and you see, you'll you still see the cleaning products in here. And here goes, oh, there's a sign that we had chickens on the show last week. Yeah. <laughs> <All> <laughs> it, right. it was
2: a little bit of a disaster.
0: It, no, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. I yeah. had a lot of fun. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. I hope you love today's show. I'll guarantee you, most likely, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. We'll think of something fun. But if you have any uh, ideas or suggestions. I, I, I vote
2: for we build the chicken coop in the front yard.
0: You, now you're pushing it. I know. You're always know pushing, pushing it. it. We're not gonna be able to build a chicken coop in one show. Mm. Do it inside. You are you're crazy. All right, guys, have a wonderful weekend. Take care.
2: All right. Bye.